Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dizzy Parker Show. This episode brought to you by Awake Energy Shots. Because sometimes, who needs sleep? You can get those at shop.com slash Dizzy Parker, by the way. So this has been a really, really eventful week in the world, so it seems. And let's see here. The theme of the week is being torn between... And if you hear that little beep in the background, we were just a little bit late going on Facebook Live, but here we are. So I hope everybody is having a good week, by the way. So I don't know if you've caught, but I've caught a lot of these little news snippets that are going on. The whole world is torn between one thing and another thing and another thing. Uh, The first thing I was going to talk about is our friend from Fox News, Bill O'Reilly. He is, he just got fired. Oh, no. It's like they were torn between Bill and uh, his reputation. He's been with, with, uh, with Fox News for however many years. And I'm just going to read a little article I found from the New York Times here. So, Bill O'Reilly's reign as the top-rated host in cable news came to an abrupt and embarrassing end on Wednesday as Fox News forced him out after the disclosure of a series of sexual harassment allegations against him and an internal investigation that turned up even more. Alright, so, I I used to watch Fox News a lot. Uh, I... If you've if you've heard anything that I've had to say in the past, you've seen that uh, I have a bit more of a conservative view on things. So I used to watch Fox, and people like Bill O'Reilly actually kind of turned me off. I realized that all these news organizations, CNN, Fox, NBC, etc., 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 it's a lot of entertainment. We we live to we live for the drive-by media. We want to see. We want to see how bad it can get in the world and and who's fighting and arguing with who. And the more I watched Fox News, I realized that people like our friend Bill, well, they just add to that fire. And it, it just turned me off a lot because, yes, yes, there was a conservative viewpoint, but mm, I can't say I'm can't say I'm sad to see him go, honestly. Yeah, by the way, don't 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 do that with your coworkers, folks. Don't do it. Another thing that's going on in the world right now is our other other bill, Bill Nye, the science guy, is back. And you can binge watch his new show on Netflix now. You don't even have to wait until Saturday morning. And the show is called Bill Nye Saves the World. The reason that I'm talking about this is because uh, you might have noticed I'm a 90s kid, if you recall, and I love all things 90s. And uh, I used to really love Bill Nye, and I, I don't love him so much anymore. He's turned into not the most pleasant person, and we actually have a video that of one of the reasons that I am not exactly the biggest Bill Nye fan anymore. Denial of evolution is unique to the United States. I mean, we are the world's most advanced technological. So, I mean, you could say Japan, but generally the United States is where most of the innovation still happens. People still move to the United States. Uh, 
And that's largely because of the intellectual capital we have, the, the general understanding of science. When you have a portion of the population that doesn't believe in that, it holds everybody back, really. Evolution is the fundamental idea in all of life science, in all of biology. It's like, it's very much analogous to trying to do geology without believing in tectonic plates. You're just not going to get the right answer. Your whole world is just going to be a mystery instead of an exciting place. As my old professor Carl Sagan said, when you're in love, you want to tell the world. So once in a while, I get people that really, or that claim they don't believe in evolution. And my response generally is, well, why not? Really, why not? Your world just becomes fantastically complicated when you don't believe in evolution. I mean, you, here are these ancient dinosaur bones or fossils. Here is um, radioactivity. Here are distant stars that are just like the, our star, but that are a different point in their life cycle. The idea of deep time of this of billions of years uh, explains so much of the world around us. If you try to ignore that, your, your world view just becomes crazy. It's just uh, untenable, itself inconsistent. And I say to the grown-ups, if you want to deny evolution and live in your, in your uh, world that's completely inconsistent with everything we observe in the universe, that's fine. But don't make your kids do it, because we need them. We need scientifically literate voters and taxpayers for the future. We need people that can, uh, we need engineers that can build stuff, solve problems. These are, it's just really hard thing. It's, it's really a hard thing. You know, in another couple centuries, the, that worldview, I'm sure, will be, it just won't exist. I mean, it's, it's there's no evidence for it, so. All right, so if you, if you caught all of that, you, right at the end there, Bill says that we need scientifically literate voters and taxpayers. I have a question. What does science have to do with voting and taxpaying, really? Uh, I, I'm a Christian, and I happen to be one of those guys that literally believes that the Bible is literally true. You may agree, you may disagree, you may find... Some good things and some things you don't like, but I happen to agree with everything. So, but thank you for listening, but here's my opinion. Uh, first, Bill mentions dinosaur bones. And all we know about dinosaur bones is that we found them in the dirt and they became rocks. We don't have any other proof of anything except for something died and now it's in the dirt. He says the, we have evidence of billions of years. No, we have evidence of more dirt and more rocks and more things that we dug up. And he's he's not a fan of teaching teaching the creation view to to kids. And I say, why do I have to pay my tax dollars to promote his view that I disagree with? Uh, what I believe is that even though Bill has a really, really cool bow tie and Bill was a really fun guy, he was I liked him every Saturday morning. I woke up and watched Bill and and Beekman's World and all kinds of really, really cool things. But now he's turned into this grumpy old man. And I, I don't 
I don't think that his view has anything to do with children anymore. And it has everything to do with just trying to spread more non-belief, which I really don't understand. He's become an atheist advocate lately. And if, if you don't believe in anything, why do you have to kill everybody else's belief? I, I don't understand it. And speaking of belief and crazy people, we've got a little dude in North Korea that is about to start World War III. Yippee! We're all going to die, folks. Kim Jong-un, if, if you even drove by the news for half a second, there was, there was their, their anniversary parade for North Korea, the Day of the Sun parade. And they were par- parading big military military tanks and and giant missiles through the streets. And uh, well, our our president wasn't too happy about that. Once again, agree or disagree, it it's our country. We don't have to agree with the politics of everything, but I don't think that. Our people should be putting out articles about about the Armada strike and that was a warning to North Korea. Hey, don't test your missiles to go to our soil. And Donald Trump said, we have an Armada and we are going to be patrolling to see what you're doing. Because, hey, quite frankly, we're worried about our safety and we don't think you should be testing things that can attack us. Now, in, in doing my, my extra due diligence on this subject, I ran across some articles talking about the Armada that's in the South China Sea right now, and there were different American and non-American articles and news sites, reporting agencies, all trying to, to make fun, to bash, to criticize, and say, no, that armada wasn't even going in the direction of North Korea. Okay, okay, okay. Once again, it's our country, it's our soil, it's our safety. Do you really need to, to make fun and criticize our commander-in-chief? They're fighting for your freedom as well as mine. Please, oh please. Shh. Let's at least stand behind our country for one thing. I don't feel like dying today. So, Kim Jong-un, crazy little man, North Korea, he doesn't allow his people to talk as freely as I'm talking right now. But we have the freedom to say whatever we want, even if it's against the government. Let's at least support our military to preserve that freedom. And now we're moving on to our social media spotlight. So there was one big thing that happened on social media this week, and his name was Steve Stevens. He decided he was going to video himself committing acts of murder. Oh, wow. What a world we live in. He was 
proud of these murders. The Facebook killer. He even identified himself. He he snapped over an ex-girlfriend and a job. Now, we've all had had exes and and jobs that just rubbed us wrong. I, and we all felt like maybe maybe I'll punch a wall. I'll I'll urgh, I want to fight somebody. But did he really have to go and kill people over this? And then he killed himself. Here's my thing. If you're going to be a random serial killer, be a random serial killer by all means. But at the end you kill yourself. Why? Why do you, why do what is wrong with our people these days? This is becoming more and more common. There will be some crazy lunatic that goes out and kills a bunch of people then kills himself. Everybody needs help. And I think it's a sad state of affairs that we feel like we need to take other people down with us. And this operates on a small scale as well as a large scale. But if anybody out there is feeling like their ex has has done them wrong and there's no reason to live, I think that there are plenty of us listening and plenty of people like me get in contact with me. I would be happy, happy, happy to talk to you. I can't tell you that there is a reason to live and I can't tell you there's a reason there's a reason not to go off, but sometimes you just need to let it out. I don't think everybody's at that point, but there are support systems out there. There's the suicide hotline, and I'll post a link on the YouTube version of this. And if anybody else has that, go ahead and share that on the Facebook and the Twitter and Instagram, whatever you have right now, because there are there are solutions that are not this. So there's another thing that is not quite as as serious, but I think as is as just as important. I came across this on BuzzFeed, and it was a video of of younger guys my age that were all coming out of the closet, and they were telling their stories. And I've got a lot, a lot of gay friends. Uh, some of them are with us right now on Facebook Live. And if you are, if you are in that boat, by all means. Hey, how you doing? I love you. Some of my gay friends are some of my favorite friends, actually. They're they're the most fun people I hang out with. Um, but this it started kind of humorous in this video that I found on BuzzFeed, and and it was inspirational and touching, and it also kind of broke my heart just a little bit. Because as a Christian, I know what the Bible says. You know what the Bible says. If, if you are a Christian as well. Or maybe if you're not, you've heard what the Bible says. And I think the Bible says what it says for a reason. However, these guys were talking about when they came out, their friends were very, very supportive of them. And they, they said, look, we love you for you. And we want you to be you. We don't care who you're attracted to. I am right alongside you there. Their family, all in all, most of them, were pretty supportive. A lot of the guy's mothers said, Honey, I knew. I always knew that you were gay. And, and you know, 
a lot of people are dealing with that issue and they're afraid of what people are going to think about them. I don't care either. I don't care what you do in your bedroom. And then there came the matter of coming out at to their church family. Some of them were not as readily accepted and some very much were. I think we should all we should all realize that one, the Bible does tell you what is sin. And there are a lot more sins that come before sexual sin that we all need to deal with. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't call it out, but if you've ever lied, you're a liar. You ever stolen anything, you're a thief. If you've ever disobeyed your parents, well, you've disobeyed your parents. Uh, but we're, we're all sinners, folks, so there's no need. There's if All the gay people out there, there's no need to worry. We Christians are behind you 100%. And there's only one act in that whole thing that is a sin anyway. It is not a sin to go and buy curtains with somebody you care about. You know what I mean? So do what you do. And I just want everybody to know I love you just the same. And if if you're struggling and, once again, need somebody to talk to, all my social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, at the Dizzy Parker. You need a friend? I'm your friend. On that note, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to play a song from my City in the Clouds EP. The song's called Saying Goodbye, and I think that fits the theme this week of being torn between. It, if Listen a few episodes back to the Dizzy Parker show, and you'll hear about me being torn between some decisions. That's what this song's about. We'll be right back. This isn't what I wanted This is the way it should be God bless this road I travel Is this my destiny? Oh, I refuse to regret 
ladies and gentlemen, that was Saying Goodbye by Dizzy Parker from City in the Clouds. You can get that on iTunes and Spotify right now. So now we're going to move into our positive spin section of the week. So this week, you might have you might have caught at the beginning of the show. This show is brought to you by Awake Energy Shots. Because sometimes you just don't need sleep. So that goes right into what I've been what I've been doing with my life lately. Uh, I told you about I told you about my friend who was on the show a few weeks ago, and he works with a network marketing company. And uh, you can find all of that at shop.com. There's tons of great products up there. And it's stuff that you buy every single day. But I've been torn between recently sleep and investing in my future. There's a little little money investment, a lot of time investment. And recently, I've been thinking a lot more about the long game. I'm 27 years old right now. In five years, I will be 32. Still a young buck by a lot of people's standards. It's the oldest I've ever been, but still young by a lot of people's standards. I hang out with a lot of people that are twice my age and older at the gym. Those are very valuable people to talk to, I must say. But thinking about it, being 32, I'll be half of a lot of those people's ages. It's half their life. Imagine if you can if you can accomplish your life's work, your life's dreams in the next five years, what would you do? And right now, I've decided this is this is kind of like a safety net for me. Because by doing this business, and and if you want more information, private message me on the internet, and I will be happy to give you a short rundown and and let you see what I, what it's all about. Because I'm working I'm working on this for money. I'm I'm doing this show to try to try to get the Dizzy Parker brand out there even further. I'm working with my music and my YouTube channel all at once because I believe all of these things will have a compounding effect over time. And sometimes you have to put aside comfort for a greater comfort that will come in the future. You can use that for anything in the world. You can you can use it as an analogy when it comes to health. You can use it as an analogy for fitness on the other end of health, when diet and working out. You can use it for your time and money investment for what you're doing next year, next decade. What are you doing now that will benefit you and others in the future? And, and I'm going to use that as our segue to the best for last segment this week. Proverbs 12:11 in the Bible, that's right. It says, "He that tills the land shall be satisfied with bread." We're being very specific here. And he that follows vain persons is void of understanding. 
And Proverbs 13, 4 says, The soul of the sluggard desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Now, those are very specific things because everybody can relate to the food analogies and the work analogies and the harvesting of your land. But that really, in modern times, can go for so, so much more because we can... If, if you decide that you are going to work by the sweat of your brow and and make the most of every single second now, who knows what benefit you can reap in the future. Put away now for what you're doing later. And that's what I'm doing. And that's what I, what I would preach to every single one of you to do right now. Find something, whatever it is, and do it to the best of your ability with all of your heart's desire. And if you want more information, once again, on shop.com and anything else I'm doing, please private message me. I'd be happy to talk to you about it a little bit more. I think we're going to leave that as our final thought for the week. Once again, I've been Dizzy Parker. Thank you so much to WPWL for letting me have some of your airwaves this week. Check me out on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, at the Dizzy Parker. Subscribe, rate on iTunes to the Dizzy Parker Show. I hope you have a wonderful day.